This is the Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. Hi, this is Dr. Sean Benzinger, and I'm here with Amy Baker. We're back doing the Humarian Health Podcast, or the way I used to say it, the Humarian Health health Podcast. podcast. But so uh, what we're trying to do is a series in 2020 um, related to stress, uh, related to how your emotions are formed, uh, how shame and guilt affects your every decision and what you hear and what you think every day, and then try to meld it all together into something that is a user-friendly form to help you be aware of the things that cause stress in your life and affect your overall health long-term. So I think that's yeah. kind of the little bit of the recap associated with it. And what we did talk about last time is just that over three-quarters of the reasons we go to a family doc has something to do with physiological or mental stress. Um, that's a huge amount. So I guess you could just go into your family doc and write, stress, that's the reason why I'm here. But, you know, my knee hurts, I got a sniffle, and my inner ear hurts. But but it's probably stress-related, right? <laughs> right. Uh, we talked about how much uh, suicide rate is occurring with younger kids related to <clears throat> cell phones, communication issues, chronic anxiety, and how we're isolating ourselves with technology and what that's done to us. And then we also talked about, you know, just job satisfaction, how that affects your health in a terrible way. And just kind of an off-color joke is between Monday between 8 and 9 o'clock a.m. is the highest uh, heart attack rate Per week. So if you get through that, we figure you're going to have a really good week. Uh, and then just life stresses um, that affect all of us. So we kind of covered a few of those things. Um, just talking about that stress is not necessarily uh, bad. It can be good. It just depends on what kind of stress it is. And we talked about Hans Selye's research in stress. That's pretty much a landmark uh, research that almost all stress-related um, symptoms as well as treatment protocols are somehow related to. I mean, he's not given enough credit, but to me, that's the person who did it. So I wanted to open by just covering very quickly the life stressful events, meaning the most stressful events, which then as I presented this, the um, a psychologist friend of mine said, that's like, uh, that's the short list. That's like nothing. And I said, well, okay. So death <laughs> the, of a spouse. I was going to say the yes, short list of 10. And oh, I, we'd be reading the whole 30 minutes, just how many more have been put on the list. But the primaries, right? A death of a, uh, a spouse, divorce, um, marital separation, even if you do get back together, spending time in jail, which I'm telling you, that's very uncomfortable, but I'll tell you why later. It oh, wasn't good. real. I want to hear that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Death of a close uh, family member or or friend, uh, personal injury or or illness that has occurred in your life or with someone very close, marriage itself, pregnancy and retirement. So if you if you get married, uh, divorced, pregnant and retired, I don't know that you're going to live the next year. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but what we know is three or more of those stress events, the idea that your death rate in the next five years skyrockets. Oh, great. Now, now think <laughs> of that. A personal illness, yeah. a divorce and someone close to you dying elevates your, your stress your, level, your stress level to a point. So the issue is, what do you do with it? How does it react? And what do you, how do, how do you, uh, how do you get through it? Like caregivers are one of the ones that I think are not uh, talked about enough. Absolutely, that they're taking care of the other person, and everyone's paying paying attention to the person who's sick because you know, hey, they might live, they might not. They're they're really sick. They've been out of work for whatever. And the caregiver is just slugging on, doing everything they've done, plus them, plus more. And guess what? They, they don't get any candy gifts or whatever they, you know, whatever. So, just talking about some of the symptoms associated with it, and then we'll kind of delve into 
stressful life events and what that means and then the physiology of it. And then I'll let you talk. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, was, I was thinking I was just going to jump in and turn the tables because last time you asked me a lot of hard <laughs> questions and this time I thought I'd I ask, knew that was coming. I would ask you and say, what are, what symptoms, I've been reading of, my slides. what symptoms of stress do you get? Mm. I tell you the one, number one, it's the number one on the list is a tro- not trouble sleeping. Well, I, I could say both. Sometimes not getting to sleep consistently with enough time because what we know is sleep alone. We know within two days of you not getting a full night's sleep, cognitively, you'll deplete your cognitive ability by 40%. That's a lot. Uh, Once you watch Saturday night football, Sunday night football and Monday night football (laughs) and only get five hours, you don't want to be my patient on Monday. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I don't sign up on Mondays. That's right, Tuesday. (laughs) Don't never go on Tuesdays after Monday night football because that's such a a really big issue. But I would say it's that. And the number one is if I notice I'm fatigued, if I'm tired, well, it relates to sleep, but also diet and a lot of other things. Those are the two things that I'm not going to communicate well. I'm not going to have good spousal relationships. Um, my patient attentiveness won't be as concise and I won't be as sharp in the room. Uh, my physical being, I'll retain fluid. I, I'll regain weight associated with those things. But that's me. Those are my two. If one of those are happening, I know I'm going to get myself in trouble in a very short order. Mm-hmm. How about those you? Those are good ones. Uh, oh, darn it. <laughs> I had to sneak it in before we got to the next did. one, right? Um, I joke because I say I, I know I know I need to be put in adult timeout. So it generally has to do with being fatigued and tired. So whether that's I'm not sleeping well, which is I feel like something I can't necessarily sometimes control, but right, right. Um, sometimes I definitely can. Um, is is a big contributor to that, and then just the amount of energy like poor energy management during the day. And if I do that multiple days in a row, then I get to a point where I'm like, like you were saying, completely fatigued, physically tired, mentally tired. Um, and then usually like the not nice parts of my personality start to come out. And so my my sort of way to laugh that off and to remind myself that like not to take things too seriously is to say like, I need to be put in an adult timeout. You and hear I need, things differently, need, don't you? I need to be moved away from other people and I just need a moment <laughs> to like <laughs> regroup because, because my behavior is not what it should be. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that makes sense. So let's just talk about some of the s- symptoms. And we're talking about um, uh, more um, uh, mental symptoms, probably as much as physical, but uh, trouble sleeping, headaches, lack of energy, l- uh, lack of concentration, constipation, diarrhea. We know 67% of the population every single day goes through constipation or diarrhea. I think some of the people I've met lately had it, had more, uh, more of a statistical problem with that. <laughs> Irritability, anger, uh, you know, driving issues, stuff like that. What? Stomach cramping. Oh, and a lot of just stomach issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what does that mean? Well, 80% of your immune system's in your in your tummy. GI system, yeah. Uh, and 90% of your uh, chemistry that runs your brain is made in your, in your GI tract. Did you know that? So you eat badly, did, you, you think badly. Because you told me. That's right. <laughs> but people forget that. And then right. depression and other things. How many times have we gotten somebody's tummy in, in shape and they don't have diarrhea and they're eating well and all of a sudden they're clarity of thought and they're focused and all of a sudden they're able to do things. Well, that's just some of the symptoms associated with stress itself. Um, But remember, you can have skin related problems, weight gain problems, uh, diabetes, cancer, all kinds of terrible things. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And just realizing that um, really, I think, helps people to know, okay, those are symptoms. We're going right now to try to find, well, can you give me the magical pill to help my da-da-da? Right. And guess what? That's not the issue. It's because your whole body's failing to compensate because you've 
over overdriven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? There's something called the alarm phase, resistant, and exhaustion phase. Now I won't go into great that detail. Sounds very on the technical. Podcast. It 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 can be, and I I can be, um, <laughs> but you That's said why I'm here. less yes, technical. Let's not, let's not do that. Um, but remember the last program you had talked about. There are times when I, you know, get on a treadmill, get workout, and I get my blood pressure up and, and pulse rate, and it's good for me. I'm sweating and all that stuff. And you said, and then there's times that are not exercise-related, but I feel like I respond the same way because in a stress reaction, and mm-hmm. that could be you went out and burned yourself in the sun, you over-exercised, you just had an argument with a significant other or a child that you're very – you're struggling with. So here's what happens. Your heart stimulates and the blood pressure goes up when you're having that event. And it can be mental, emotional, chemical, and it can be something you ate. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just had the biggest pizza in the world. And <laughs> I know I'm allergic to wheat and cheese. Chocolate chip cookie pizza. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's that the best. pushes you over the That's edge. The That's, a, that's a coma, comatose. <laughs> uh, but keep that in mind that that happens. The nervous system then gets wired and intense. The your immune system actually suppresses during that time, so you become highly susceptible to getting ill. Um, you you end up with stomach acids with the increase or decrease, so you can't absorb or break down food. So that's one thing. If you're going to argue over food, just stop, don't eat, finish your meal, uh, then go have a conversation, but never do it <laughs> then over you'll that. Have an argument. <laughs> then you, then you okay. We'll have the argument in a second. I'll get the gloves out. We'll do that. But but yeah. keep in mind. And then your insulin spiking. You actually inflame in the fluids. Your body presents itself of crisis, mm-hmm. and that can occur dependent upon an emotional state, a spiritual challenge, or anything else that happens. Like I hate my boss. And as soon as I see him, I get I get. And then we we got anxiety. Everybody says I got anxiety. Well, I don't. You have anxiety. I think you're having a stress reaction to something occurring. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that, does that make sense that you, you don't necessarily know that's all happening? In fact, here's what's wild is your stomach actually cracks and bleeds. Your small intestine actually bleeds blood when you have a true stress reaction that's traumatic enough. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Isn't it some? It's not just aspirin that can do it to you <laughs> or ibuprofen or those type things, which do, does it. So if you constantly are having stress reaction syndromes, you're literally. Like creating ulcers or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely right. Yeah. So now you look at that and you think, my gosh, how many times a day do I walk around getting mad? I get in the car and I get mad. I go to work and I'm mad and I get this. Mm-hmm. And you what? see a person like that. They have no chance. And guess what? They hurt. They gain weight. They don't feel good. But I think that's where and where we're headed with some of these conversations about like learning these things and then learning how to adapt and yes. manage your own response. First of all, to know them. they're there. Right. Know what just happened. When you have an argument with your spouse and it was important, it was an important topic or one you're getting stuck with and you're really concerned about the marriage and the relationship or a kid that's just going off the rails and you just don't know what to do. Every day you replay that, your whole physiology, your body does the same thing mm-hmm. every single time. So you're just destroying your health. Every single, well, how do I handle that B? I just act like it doesn't, I, I don't care. It, I don't care. No, you have to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And now you got to do something. Right. Now, what do you do? I don't know, but you're going to tell us, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it just depends, right? So let's yeah. pick uh, one thing that you've gotten upset about in the last month that, that you're can, really upset. That you, I can talk about on the podcast. Yeah, that you can talk about on the podcast. <laughs> and don't don't bring any muffins out, okay? So we don't need that. <laughs> I like muffins. <laughs> Just one. Anything. Anything. It can be any. It can, it can be mommy. Okay. Uh, I know oh. I piss a lot of people off. Oh, I do. you don't piss a lot of people off. Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> 
something that you are pretty, and it can be somebody in the car or whatever, or a transaction or something that you could really either hurt your feelings or really bothered you. It's sort of funny because if you'd asked me that a year ago, I probably could have given you 12 things in a second. Why? And because I was in a different place over a year ago in terms of like my, my energy levels, my, what I thought was important in life and whatever. And I've come to learn differently. So I don't get as emotionally wrapped around the axle about things. Well, does that mean you don't get work done or you don't care or things aren't important? No, it means I put it into perspective with the rest of what's going on. So that's what, that's what we need to know, right? I mean, so, so you've done it. I I mean, right now we have an example in a year, you've made drastic changes of things that really were nonsensical, crazy stuff that you don't waste your time on getting upset. You just Deal right. with it in a different way. So like this morning, okay. I will give you an example of something over your because I can be a road rage driver because I don't <clears> I <throat> I drive fast, but I tend to drive pretty safely, but other people don't drive as fast as me. So this morning, you know, we here in Indiana sometimes get a little confused about the four-way stop, who gets to go and who doesn't get to go. And so <laughs> it's true. They're just and looking so, at how about you? And so yeah, right, so let this me make morning, a sign. So this morning we had that, you know, we both pulled up. <laughs> I was there first. They decided to go and I decided to go at the same time. Then we both stopped and we both went and we oh, both stopped. I'm oh, like, wow. okay, seriously. And I did the like hand gesture, like, no, you go. And then he was like, No, you go. I'm like, no, you go. <laughs> And, and I, I just and I just sat there going like you go you go you go go, go. I can't imagine I'm not going. watching this yeah but before I would have been like oh you you want me to go okay I'm out of here boom and That's then right. and then I would drive from that point to my next destination thinking about how stupid that person was and how they don't know how to drive and how, you know whatever and now <clears> I have that moment of like okay really it's a four way stop how how can we not figure this out but by the time I'm through the intersection I'm like. Done. Whatever, like it's a yeah. beautiful fall day here. The leaves right. are beautiful. I turn my so radio you think up. Of I something just, else. Yeah. You move so away instead from of it. tailgating the guy and like being frustrated that you know whatever, which is what I would have. I'd used never to done. do that, and it's just not worth it anymore, right? I just I try to tell myself a story about that person, right, in a good way, yeah. right? So like this person's license plate, he was an army veteran or he, he had a plate, mm, right? So mm, I was like, mm. man, what must it have been like to like serve our country? And I wonder what he did and right. What he went through. So take right. So it takes mm-hmm. about takes off the. The like, okay, really? It's not that stupid that we can't figure out a four-way stop. Like it's just, it's just circumstance. You get there at the same time. People are confused. Like, Mm -hmm. why are you in such a hurry? Why am I in such a hurry? Like we're all going to get to where we need to get to Mm -hmm. when we get there. So, but I didn't used to be that way. I, I would stew about it and think about how I would have done it differently. And if I could roll down my window and yell at them and like, that's how I would have been a year or two ago. And now it's like, there's like, it's not worth that energy. Okay. So Let's say that event occurred a year ago. What we know would have happened is your nervous system would have got hyperwired. You would have started having potentially bleeding in the GI tract. Not every single time, but let's say that your GI tract shuts down, your immune system jumps, jump, uh, jumps down, your tense, your blood pressure's up, and all that over a stop sign. Right. And that was just one example. You said there, right. I could give you twelve, and now I don't do that anymore because you've changed. Right. You've changed because. You had to for your benefit of your health. My health, right. It was killing you, hurting you, damaging you as a person, right? Right. And I guess the point of this whole thing about stress is we want you to know what it's doing to you. And every time it occurs, it damages your body further and further and further. It's kind of like using your tires. If you drive it uh, normally, your tires will last a lot longer, but you're skidding out the tires and you're screaming and you're slamming on your brakes and whatever. They're not going to last as long, really? right? Oh, no. <laughs> and that's the human body, right? But remember, it's doing it with spirit. 
It's doing it with your spiritual walk. It's doing it with your emotions. And that's the whole thing. I didn't really get that the mental and emotional caused the same physical damage Mm -hmm. as physical damage. And I never got that. Yeah. Um, I'll well, give- that's, and that's why I think that's super important because if you walk into – like let's say you walk into your job and every day there's that person that as soon as you see them, like you're triggered for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? They, they they don't do their job well or they are late to meetings or whatever, right? But every single day you face that person and they've done literally maybe nothing to you. They're just yep. present yep. and you're mentally res- – like. Yep. Telling those stories. And you go there every second. And then, yeah, and then your body follows along, right? 100%. Then you get tense and your blood pressure goes up and it's like- and why do you get a headache every like, time I go like to- nothing happened. And like, I hate yeah. my job comes out of it. <laughs> right. And it's got something to do with, you know, Harry over here that doesn't even know he's being a bozo and bugging you, but you decided because he didn't go along with your plan. That's right. how bad it's getting at right. this point. So if we can acknowledge and understand that those are the things that happen, it starts changing our concept that it's literally destroying my health to allow this to happen. It's not just that I'm going to get them back or I'm going to whatever. Those are the things that need to be understood. And that inflammatory response just keeps damaging your health over and over and over. Um, one example in my early years of practice, you know, two years ago when I started, um, 38 years ago. Two, um, 22, 40, 60. Two. Now 106, <laughs> but I don't a, look it. Didn't That's you just a, have a birthday last No, no, no okay. birthday. Nobody's telling anybody either from what I know. Uh-huh. Now, my wife tells everybody. I turned 60. It's like everybody, everyone on the Eastern Hemisphere knows my birthday. Well, they okay. do because we put it on Facebook too. <laughs> Plus, Facebook. <laughs> um, okay, so um, – I used to have a lot of manual laborers. They used to work in assembly lines and and a lot of construction people. That was a lot of my uh, 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 folks that I cared for, uh, clients, uh, patients. And then as I had moved in into different areas of specialty, I kind of changed to then more of a, a physical, like uh, lawyers, attorneys, things like this. But here's what was odd about it. If I took, let's just pick the low back, and I took an x-ray of the physical laborer, the one who's laying masonry, heavy work all the time. They'll have degeneration and arthritic and spurs and all that kind of stuff and back pain and leg pain. And then here's the oddest thing. We'll end up getting the same type of picture. It looks exactly the same. And they were an attorney or they've sat for 40 years or they're a computer programmer. So how's the physical body start occurring like that when they haven't been doing this heavy manual labor? Because we just took it for granted. It was just wear and tear. So what it tells us is, remember, the body inflames. The body goes to the insulin, pops up, gains weight. It's all these other type of things. So sitting there having mental emotional stress of those type of jobs creates the same physical disease as somebody who's doing the manual mm-hmm. work. Right. Now, of course, wear and tear, there's always some extra that's associated, but it was so minimal, it flabbergasted me. And I started asking other people because I did not. I was so flabbergasted. <laughs> I walked around flabbergasted. My, my face showed a flabbergastion. Is that, is word? that a word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it is, rem- mm-hmm. it is remarkable. And I think that's the I mean, one of the points of doing these podcasts is to talk about one, you got to be aware that it's happening and listening to your body. And then the second part of it is, okay, okay, now I'm listening. What are the, what do I do about it? Which is where we're like, where we're getting to. Absolutely. We're we're really trying to figure out what happens to you. All those things happen. So if you say, Hey, I got GI problems when we probably know what, that's where you put it. And Mm -hmm. everyone genetically is predisposed to other things, or you have a nervous twitch or you get upset or anxious or depressed or bite your nails or break your nails or whatever you do, or you're an emotionally wired person, you know, those type things, you just can't seem, I'm just that way. You're not that way. 
you developed it. Mm-hmm. And you didn't come out of the womb, though you might come out <laughs> screaming, yelling, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but the point is, every time that you go through this, you progress a clinical disease process simply because of the way you think. Mm-hmm. The thing that people don't realize is it starts right there. Mm-hmm. In your head. You're, he's pointing to his head. It, podcast. Yes. No visual. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> Look helping. here. Look here. Um, it's like we're doing charades. Yeah, that's right. Now, what, what is he really saying? Well, yeah. it starts with an H. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you figure it out from there. So keep those things in, in mind that the biggest thing that we have to realize is that reaction occurs total body every single time you go through, not a mildly stressful event, like you didn't like something or the chewing gum was great Too much and salt you wished it steak. was. Yeah, it's not those <laughs> things, unless you were really big about steaks and it cost you 50 bucks. Well, this is true. Okay, that, and some people take it really seriously. But the point of it is, every day you go through this, that's what's happening in your body. And that's why usually with women uh, between 35 and 45, a lot of things start happening much more aggressively than it did before. And and men, it's usually 40 to 50, sometimes up to 55 for them. And all of a sudden, everything starts falling apart. So I'll give you a a great example. Uh, Nurse comes in. She's 55 years old. And she comes in. She said, "Um, I've got diabetes. I'm uh, 40 pounds overweight. I have blood pressure problems now. I said, okay, so um, when did you get all these diagnoses? The last two years. I said, okay, well, what happened in the last four to five years? And she says, what's that got to do with it? I'm, I've got this and I want to get my nutrition in order. I said, no, no, you don't understand. I got to understand. You were healthy before that, right? She says, yeah, fit and all that. I went through menopause. Things were good, even mm-hmm. through menopause. And then all of a sudden I said, no, then tell me what happened five or six years ago. And she was angry. And I said, well, let me, let me put it to you this way. If I don't understand what you've gone through to break this, your health, I don't know how to help you get better. And then she finally looks down and she goes, okay. All right, so five years ago, my mom died. My dad died six months later. I was their caregiver. And my best friend, uncle, died. And my aunt. All within 14 months. I said, how much grieving did you do? And she, of course, didn't die. Mm-hmm. And she had to take care of kids and everything else. Her life just fell apart. Remember those stress things that we talked about early? And all of a sudden, she's in this permanent stress reaction syndrome for three straight years. And guess what she got? High blood pressure, mm-hmm. diabetes, gained weight. Why? Because the very thing that we said is going to happen happens to all of us. It's physiologically factual. That's what happened to her, and it happens to us. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, that made sense. Okay. It does. Usually, you look at me and go what? only because I've lived through it. I mean, I'm like you know, I'm mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. not that I'm 55 quite yet, no, but no. I mean, just We're seeing the it. seeing the the stack up of stress over time, and yep. then the physical output of that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the worst thing I ever hear is somebody comes in and says, my sister is still slender and she's, you know, the same way she was in high school and all that stuff. And look at me, I'm 60 pounds overweight and all that kind of stuff. I said, um, don't worry, your sister will catch up if she has the habits. If she's got yeah. the same bad habits as you do, it's going to happen. It's just when, when is it going right. to happen? And that's what we have to kind of get people to realize. Your habits over and over and over. And remember, the favorite pastime of all Americans is, I didn't do it. They caused me to do it. Oh, yeah. Remember, it's everyone else's fault. Yeah. They made me this chocolate chip cookie that was this big around. Chocolate chip cookie. Okay, and I'm pizza. showing a pizza size <laughs> for the podcasters. <laughs> but that's what does it. And what we don't realize is sugar, sugar, <laughs> and then sugar destroys our health. 
Tastes good and it destroys does, our tastes health. really good. It really does. So they just had this recent study out, which I thought was really, really interesting because it's just like this. So they did a study, and I'd love to know where. I didn't get I, – I haven't gotten the sheet yet. So I might be premature, and it might be a terrible study, but what if it's true? It might be terrible. I hope it's a good one, and I can confirm it next time. Are, are you – are you uh, going to share some fake news? Yeah, here, yes, it could possibly? be. It could be fake. And I'll tell you if it's fake news, but I want it oh, to be real so bad. The Join in next time. We'll tell you if this <laughs> That's is That's exactly right. <laughs> That's nice. perfect, isn't it? Okay, so they do a study with cocaine and sugar. Oh, yeah. It's equally addictive. Actually, yes. coke, actually sugar is well, a little more addictive. It's a real addictive. study, and you know it. Yeah. Okay, so sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Yeah. How could that be? Everyone knows cocaine is highly addictive and leads to heroin and math ask, and terrible things. Ask anybody things. who's fallen off the diet wagon how, how addictive sugar is. But they did a study to prove that people would move towards sugar faster than they would yeah. cocaine even. Yeah. Now that tells you a lot, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, that we're all screwed. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the United States. And that always goes back to a lot of research way back when was suppressed, showing the damage of sugar. Right. And how extensive it is. And I don't mean to just stick on, on sugar, but you have to realize that we have to look at the way our society is today and then look at the environment that we're living in and the amount of emotional duress and stress and political stress and all these other type things. And we're using these tools to help damage each other's well, health and not sort of helping self, each other. It's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy, 100%. right? We get stressed. We don't have enough times. So we go to the grocery store, we get packaged food. If you don't read the label and see the cane sugar is like this, you know, whatever pure, pure corn syrup or whatever yep. is like the second or third ingredient of every <laughs> single package product. At least 30,000 of them. I mean, right. And so mm -hmm. then you, that's what we eat. And then you wonder why you have issues. Yep. Right. And Not why five o'clock is wine time. Because if I don't have wine time, I'll kill my family. Or chocolate chip cookie. Oh, chocolate chip. <laughs> it, it, it is that, isn't it? And alcohol still is a major abusive thing, yeah. but we go to them for what? It gives us just this mild Escape. bit of, yes, just a little bit of a, so sugar, oddly enough, what's it do? It actually mutes some of your brain's symptom of emotional duress. So it actually temporarily reduces pain in the brain and emotional pain in the brain. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're, we're craving it. We just don't know why. Right. So okay. well, now we do. All right. Well, anyway. you have something that's even is good though. Okay, so CBD is big in the news, so I'm going to uh, digress just a little bit. Is this a plug for CBD? Uh, it could be. It could mm. be. So uh, guess what has a little bit of CBD in it naturally that during the time of a month of many women they reach for to eat? Potato chips? No. no. <laughs> chocolate? Dark chocolate. So if it's 70% mm. or above, it actually has CBD oil in it. <clears throat> So it might be. That's why I eat chocolate. It's good yeah, for you. not the milk chocolate. So no, don't try chocolate. it, girls. No, okay, chocolate. that's not Filled it. Filled with but. caramel and topped with. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> so it to me, it's all those things together that are creating lots and lots of problems. Okay, so uh, let's just talk a little bit further about causes and effects. Number one is a chemical one. Okay, our diets, right? What we eat, what we drink, and all everything else. So a lot of people start stop at a very favorite. Uh, drink place and don't, some get just tea. just coffee or tea and they don't put anything in it. Now, the majority of you know that you're cheating your ass off out there <laughs> and you know it. Um, but it starts the body immediately. Don't, don't doing criticize things. the pumpkin spice latte, man. You're gonna you're gonna get a lot of haters. We well, have a seasonal show now because of that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hashtag PSL. Okay. So mood and food is a, is, is a real problem, and sugars and salts and all those type of things play a really big role, okay? Mental beatings. Us constantly picking on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, honestly, if that one thing we could train our kids to understand... I train our kids, I'm, train ourselves. It's got to be that, doesn't it? But that's probably the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. We're the nicest to everybody else. As soon as that door closed, watch out. Right. Yeah, it always bugs me when I hear somebody say, I'm so dumb. Or like, yeah. I, I'm too stupid to get that. I'm like, stop. Yeah, stop. no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. I agree. Not, I, I stopped. Not, I stopped. Not, help, that's not helping, you know, not helping you solve whatever you're no, trying to solve. No, and it's not even true. it's not true. It's yeah. not even true. Yes, you might not be the genius and whatever, but you're probably really bright in some certain other common right. sense. I always find people are... It's very odd to see one of these genius IQs that just understands stuff that nobody gets, and then you, the, and then out applying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like doesn't make any sense. To, what do you mean we go across the street and we get there? I don't, you know. But common sense people, it's like, what do you mean you don't know how to get across the street? Yeah, it, it's the funniest thing. I have one. I have, I have one kid that, if there wasn't a map, a Google map to get him there, we know he's not going to make it. There's <laughs> no possible way. And then I got one. If they've ever been there, I just remember. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay, so let's just talk about the other physiological factors that are, are of any importance, which is how about people who over-exercise because they're going to get on the January 1 program and they start exercising, exercising. They haven't done any exercise, you know, 10 years, but all of a sudden they're doing five days a week. That's called unwise. <laughs> Don't do it. There's no reason to do it. It's called unsustainable. Yes, and it never does. In fact, it guarantees failure, right? You're so sore. You're so tired. Your body can't respond that fast. There's no way to work into it. That's physical, physiological duress. So mental beating, physiological duress, and working with bad bosses. There you go. <laughs> I think we got it completely covered. That pretty much is it. So genetics. And family. And, you didn't really talk about family. Yeah, well, that's the mental duress, right? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That comes underneath it, I think. Uh, Don't you yeah. think? I think it is. Um and the problem with it is you feel as though you can't do anything about it, right? So Usually, yeah. But you can, as we're going to find out in future episodes, I hope, right? Are we? Are we going to cover that? I believe so. Okay, we are. We actually are because the reason that you react to your family or individuals within your family has been actually pre-programmed before you ever had the family. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about that in future shows. I think you'll find it. Um, it's fascinating. Life, well, and I, I think it's life-changing. Mm-hmm. I really do. So uh, we want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for thank having you, me. Wait a minute. I'm, next time I get to, next time I get to ask you about how emotions are formed and, and oh boy. what that means. I don't have emotions, so that'll be a real short podcast. <laughs> it's an emotional, emotionless show, but it'll be <laughs> dandy. Okay. Dandy. A dandy show. A flabbergastingly Flabbergastingly dandy dandy show. (laughs) Until next time. We'll see you next time. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 